The Coffee Break Liberty Podcast, Episode 34. Welcome back, everybody, to the Coffee Break Liberty Podcast with me, your host, Leo Sowers, and the Liberty Dog himself, Gino. We're here bringing you the best and the greatest podcast there is with liberty-related, libertarian-esque-related, anarchist-related topics and discussions. We're so glad you're here. And before we jump into this week's episode, I want to remind you guys about the store at coffeebreakliberty.com. So if you go to coffeebreakliberty.com, in the upper portion of the page, there's a tab for the store, and I want you to click on it. And when you click on it, you're going to see the best mugs, the best mugs with the Coffee Break Liberty logo on them, other logos, and libertarian-type symbology and phrases, and also some anarchist stuff, some cryptocurrency stuff. You're going to love it when you go there to coffeebreakliberty.com. But when you go to coffeebreakliberty.com, I want you to hang around on the main page, the homepage there, for about 10 to 15 seconds, and you should get hit with a prompt to sign up for a newsletter. And I'm telling you, sign up for that newsletter. Because one, I don't send out any newsletters. So you ain't got to worry about receiving a bunch of emails. It ain't going to happen. But two, right when you sign up for that newsletter, you are going to get a discount code for 10% off of your first order at the coffeebreakliberty.com store. So go to coffeebreakliberty.com and get yourself a mug. Well, first things first, I do want to apologize this week because there is not going to be a guest on this week's podcast like I was hoping there would be for the local issues here in Guyton. Trying to learn a little bit more about it, and hopefully we can get you more information in the future, maybe a guest in the future, but it just wasn't able to work out this week. But don't worry, I still got content for you. It ain't all about Guyton. And this week, we're going to talk about one of our favorite topics. And I've talked about it twice before in the blog, but never on the podcast, you know, when I went to podcasting. But uh, taxation and how it's theft. It's everybody's favorite libertarian topic, right? It is one of the cornerstones of the liberty movement. The Libertarian Party has, if I'm not mistaken, bumper stickers with that slogan on there. We all know it. We've all heard it. Taxation is theft. But we're going to dive into a little bit more this week for another reason, too, I should add. I'm writing a paper for grad school that uh, was supposed to be essentially, you know, why certain groups deserve tax breaks and why other groups don't deserve tax breaks. And I just turned it into why taxation is theft, because why not? Why not have a little fun with it? And why not tell them what you think? I mean, if they're going to ask... I'll update you guys on the grade I get if it's uh, if it's an all right one. If I don't get a good grade on it, <laughs> you'll probably never hear about it again. So to really break it down, though, properly and do it right, we want to talk about what taxation is and what those that support taxation, you know, think that it is and think that it should be, think that it represents and all that, right? So what people that support taxation will tell you is that it's the price you pay to live in a civilized society. A quick and great counter to that is it is actually the price you pay to live in an uncivilized society. The higher the taxes to pay for all these projects is because we live in a less civilized society. 
That said, if you throw that at somebody real quick when they talk about, you know, oh, civilized society, you throw that back at them real quick, they're not going to get it. So let's break it down a little bit more. Let's go, let's go to the nuts and bolts, right? What they're referring to, the civilized society, is the social contract. The social contract is essentially, hey, we all live in a group together. We have a certain obligation to one another. Now, that obligation is never established, right? There's no set number here, set number there when you're born, but it's just this social contract. It's a thing that is over all of us. It's been over everybody throughout you know, human existence that within living, within groups of each other and things like that, within communities, we have certain obligations to one another. And now one of those obligations is that essentially... I am entitled to some of your labor and you are entitled to a portion of mine. That that's what the social contract is today. I guess as long as taxation has been around, it's kind of always been that way. It's always been, Hey, we're all entitled to a little bit of each other's labor, right? But the smaller the communities were, the more rural the communities were, there wasn't always taxation. People just banded together and did things not compulsory though, right? They they did them voluntarily. Whereas the social contract says, hey, if you don't abide by these obligations, essentially this is what, what it comes down to, right? If, if you don't abide by these obligations and you agree to the social contract, then some force, the government, some entity, I should say, is going to apply force to ensure that you abide by the social contract. And now you don't even have an option. It's not like you can just donate money and kind of buy your way out of some obligations. No, the government is going to take all that money from you anyways. There are issues with the social contract just in theory, though, when it when it extends this far, right? The social contract, I, I get it, I understand. There, there can be some social, even in an anarchist society, there is going to be some form of a social contract, and this is where the problem lies, right? It's like a limited government. Well, sure, a limited government is going to stay limited until the ink dries. And not even when the ink dries, then it starts expanding already, right? A social contract, even in an anarchist society, we would say, hey, the social contract, this is an example, there may be a little bit more to it in your anarchist society than mine, but I'm just using this as an example. Okay, one is you don't violate the nap. Okay, that's that's our social contract, but nothing's ever written down because it's the society that we live in. It's the, it's the community we live in. We don't violate the nap. Well, the moment somebody violates the nap, they have violated the social contract, right? What if now the everybody's opinion of the social contract has changed? We understand? So when this country was first founded, there wasn't an income tax. There wasn't a tax on your labor. Not in the sense that there is now to the federal government. Well, clearly that, that idea now has shifted, right? So the social contract has expanded. It has changed. That is the problem with social contracts and government and just these, these institutions that we bind ourselves to. You know, we bind ourselves to these institutions from birth and we don't even know it. And there are merit in some of them, right? If if your social contract stays limited and it, you know, ends with don't violate the nap, right? Something like that, that's fine, that's great. But we all know human nature won't allow it to stop there. But that's where taxation, okay, that's where it wedged its way in, right? Through the social contract. 
Let's say it even started at the nap. Well, then it became, well, okay, yeah, we can't, we can't violate, you know, we can't aggress against you. But, well, you look at now with the max, the, you look at now with the vaccine mandates. They, they can't, they're, they're trying to, they're trying to force you to do it. But what's, the, what's one of the easiest ways they're forcing you people to take the vaccine they don't want to? Well, I'll just, well, you'll just lose your job. They'll just take your job away. That's part of their, that's now that being included in the social contract. We're seeing that change now in real time over the last say 12 months. The social contract now incorporates for a lot of people, you have to take a vaccine. That's part of the social contract that you signed, whether you realize it or not, when you decided to live in this community. So because we were all forced to, whether you like it or not, right? And that's the part of the problem. None of us consented to this. And none of us consent to it when it changes. When the social contract changes, nobody consented to this. Nobody was asked. I wasn't asked if, hey, is this, you know, with this social contract now expanding to include vaccine mandates, or do, you, do you consent to this new social contract? It's changed. No, 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 it just changed. Whether I liked it or not, whether you liked it or not, it just changed. So that's the understanding of taxation. But now we're going to talk about how it's theft, right? So we have established that we have all not consented to the social contract, but regardless, you're part of it, whether you like it or not. But part of the social contract too is that, and this is an understanding that came from John Locke, we own ourselves. That's part of the social contract. Everybody has ownership over themselves. Well, then let's take it a step further. If you have ownership over yourself, then you have ownership over what you create, right? It makes sense. If I make something, if I create something, my labor, the the sweat on my back, when I build something or whatever, That labor that I produced is also my own, and what I created with that labor is mine as well. Now, we can sell that off, right? We can trade that. We trade our, this is what most of us do for work, right? We trade our labor for an income, okay? But we have self ownership. Nobody forced me to trade that labor. I can go off on my own business, right? And make whatever I want and try to sell that. But most of us, for the most part, right? We sell our labor, we trade our labor for an income. Okay, so our property rights, self-ownership. Well, if you own what you produce or if you have made a contract with the company, you made a contract with the company to receive 100% of the pay. You didn't make a contract with the government so they can take 33% of it. They came in and said, that's what you're going to give us whether you like it or not. So it is a violation of your property rights. It is a violation of your human right. We've talked about it in the blogs before, not so much on the podcast if ever, but property rights are human rights. And taxation is a violation of those human rights, especially when force is threatened to be used against you. That brings me to the third point. Taxation does not happen without violence or the threat thereof. 
like true taxation. You can voluntarily give money, but you wouldn't call that taxation. If I gave the government money, if I signed, if I just sat there and said, you know what, I feel like the government deserves more money and signed a check for $20,000 to the government, you wouldn't call that taxes, right? None of us would say, oh, well, that's taxes. That's taxation. Like, no, no, no I'm giving them $20,000 extra. I'm just giving them 20 grand. Well, you wouldn't call it taxes. You'd call it like a donation or something else, a subsidy. Taxation, the essentially the theft, right, of your property, your human rights, the violation of your human rights, the, the theft of your property. It has to be done through violence. It is a violation of the NAP, which we talked about in the social contract bit, right? The non-aggression principle. I didn't do anything. You didn't do anything. But the government comes along and takes it upon themselves at the behest of other people, mind you, to violate your human rights, your property rights, with either violence or threats thereof. And if you refuse, they will kill you. If anybody did this without a badge, if this happened to you in a park, it would be called theft. Just because these people have a badge, just because they have some laws that they decided to make that none of us got to decide on, they all got to decide on for themselves, it's called taxation. It's not called theft for them. But we know what it truly is. You and I both know what it is. And it is time, it's always time to let others know, hey, this taxation, it's theft. It is a violation of your human rights. It is a violation of your property rights. It is an expansion of the social contract that can and does, if you want to take it to its full end, right, it does lead to slavery. If 100% of taxation is slavery, right, if, if I tax your labor at 100%, You'd say that's slavery, right? That's slavery to the state. If I tax your labor to 100%, well, then when does it not become slavery? When there is no taxation, when there is no violation of your human rights. That is the only acceptable tax rate. The only acceptable tax rate for it not to be theft, for it not to violate the NAP, for it not to violate your human and property rights, is 0%. That is the only way, that is the only percentage, if we're putting a percentage on this, that it does not become slavery. It leaves that realm because then it's not taxation, right? If you're not being forced, coerced, to give up your labor or portions of it, you're no longer going to be considered a slave. If your rights aren't being violated, if the government isn't stealing your money, it's no longer theft, right? So keep that in mind as, you know, all of our W-2s start coming in at the end of this month. Just remember, that's what they're doing. They're violating your human rights. They've expanded the social contract from taxation now to vaccine mandates. They ju- it had to be stopped in the Supreme Court. But look at what's going on in Europe. Austria just signed into law, and I don't recall what the deadline is, but it's coming up quickly. Those who do not get vaccinated, regardless if they work or not, are going to be fined 
essentially $4,000. It may have been 4,000 euros, 4,000 euros, $4,000, something around that mark, several thousand euros is the cost for not being vaccinated in Austria. They've gone full circle, haven't they? (laughs) They've gone full circle. Luckily, right now, it's not gotten to that point in the United States. But there are other parts of the West, Austria being the West, right? We consider Austria, some might say it's Central Europe, and I guess you could say it is Central Europe. But it essentially, you know, a lot of people also consider Austria part of the West, right? It's happening in other parts of the West. There is now a mandate for all people in Austria. And it won't be the only country in the West to do it. That's where social contracts lead to. They start with things like taxation and eventually they end at vaccine mandates. Keep this in mind. And when people start complaining about taxation, oh, I get taxed too much, I get taxed too much. They're absolutely right. And remind them of it often. Not to rub it in their face, but to let them know that this is theft, that the act of taxation is immoral, and it is a violation of the human rights. It's how we move the needle in the zeitgeist, right? We're not going out and winning elections as libertarians, what I think a hundred throughout the entire country. Good for them. I'm glad that they're there, but let's let's be real. It's not like a libertarian president or senator or governor is being elected anytime soon. So we have to continue to press and try and move the needle. Taxation is theft. It is immoral. It is a violation of the NAP. And it is a perfect example of how the social contract grows to violate your human rights. Before I sign off this week, guys, I want to let you know about the affiliate program that I am a part of. So if you go to coffeebreakliberty.com in the upper portion of the page, next to the store tab, there's an affiliate tab, and I want you to check it out. I am affiliated with Bluehost. Bluehost is the hosting company that hosts this website and podcast. And I want you to, you know, read about the affiliate program that I have. And when you sign up with Bluehost, not only are you going to get a discounted rate when you use my link, you're going to get a discounted rate. You're also going to get free publicity on the podcast, the Facebook page, the Instagram, the Twitters, all of it, all the social medias. You're going to reach thousands of people right away with your new website when you use my affiliate program. So most definitely, if you're thinking about getting a website and everybody should have a website, go to coffeebreakliberty.com, check out that affiliate tab and get yourself a website through Bluehost. One more note before I sign off, guys. I want to remind you all, too, that we are on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, still working on Spotify. I don't know what's going on there. When it's on, I don't know, I'll probably throw up a new meme on the Facebook page. But you can now hear my voice through Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, not just on the website. So it makes it much easier to share with your friends, much easier to find while you're driving on your cell phone. 
So definitely subscribe to Coffee Break Liberty, the best podcast, you know, because it's got me and Gino the Liberty Dog. But until the next time, guys, take care.